arriving in U.S. mail from St. Louis in the original de Havilland DH-4 biplane and 10 bulky gunny sacks are the combined audiobook renditions and supplemental background information as presented in podcast form by moi, me, Robert P. Fitton. Good evening to one and all, wherever in the galaxy you make your home. You're Dulio Stefani, defensive tackle for the Fighting Irish. I had a good run at South Bend. At Notre Dame, you were known as the Wall. Yeah, nobody got by me. That's just the way it was. Let's talk about Matthias Jones. Jonesy's best friends with my nephew, Coco. How does a coach of a college football team get involved with the power players? Most of the time, Jonesy has Coco's back and vice versa. And yeah, there are times when they get involved in, let's say, sensitive situations. There's always some chump trying to push his way in control. Did you know Charlie DePiro? Yeah, the boss was the best. But Albert Fiore is in power now. Not for long. What do you mean? Coco's taking care of it. I won't dig any deeper. That's smart. One final question. Yeah. Did you really, I mean, personally bust up Chick Corey's gym on North Main Street in Prince William? They put Jonesy in the ring with Kid Palooka, a professional fighter. Jonesy didn't do too shabby either, but Palooka could have killed him. So I destroyed the place. They deserved it. And Coco had Mayor Picotta find Chick as well as somebody from the state. And Palooka was on his ass. Amazing. Thanks for your time, Dulio. If you need anything, just call the club in Prince William. Whoa, tough handshake. Stay safe. Having the clean cut, Matthias Jones hovering on the edge of mob business and sometimes dragged into the thick of the fight provides an explosive contrast in the wacky, naive town of Hamilton, New Hampshire in the underworld. And there's a sense of security with the unstoppable Uncle Dulio. In the life and times of Charlie Diaper, we see Coco's loyalty to his old boss, Charlie DePiro. Current boss, Albert Fiore, is clever in how he deposed Charlie and nicknamed him Charlie Diaper because of his debilitated condition. Let's take a little journey back in time and outline how certain chieftains came to power. Carlo Gambino. Gambino was not as subtle as Albert Fiore in the Jones series. With a little help from his friends, specifically Vino Genovese, Gambino eliminated Albert Anastasia in 1957. So how did Vito stay in power without a pending trial? Oh, that was simple. All the witnesses were killed. Case closed, charges dismissed. Oh, and there's more. Adding Carlo Gambino and Mayor Lansky to his murderous row, Vito removed Albert Anastasia. And the old Luciano family was now the Genovese family. Whoa. Speaking of Albert Anastasia, a despised boss that sent chills throughout the underworld. He was a protege of Lucky Luciano, and with Lepke Bulkhalter, he led the hit squad dubbed Murder, Inc. This Albert wiped out the head of the Mangano family in 1951. His track record also included Joe Massiera in 1931. I cannot mention Capone. I remember standing in Capone's solitary cell at Alcatraz in San Francisco Harbor, 
They had fattened up Capone so he couldn't escape the deadly currents of the bay. I asked myself, how could Capone have been so feared to be locked up in the solitary? Let's start with the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Seven members of the Southside gang eliminated with Thompson submachine guns by unknown assailants. How many people did Al Capone kill in all? He linked to over 700 and associated with hundreds of murders. Writing about Capone is hard-boiled. The Jones series, while expressing bravado, is not hard-boiled. But the Charlie Diaper story is a fight for power with Jones in the middle of the action. Also in the action is an off-the-wall sports reporter named Billy Bobcat who mucks up the waters for Jones with his big mouth. Coco is not too fond of this guy either. And I have to ask as the finale of this particular blog, as to the fascination with mob bosses, all of whom were killers and destroyers of lives. Part of it is the magnitude of the enterprise. Nobody I know would put the squeeze on people fueled by murder. When I read about the Civil War's death and destruction, I'm studying in a realm that I will never experience. The power of the bosses goes off the charts too, and many of these guys went on and on year after year, finally succumbing to the courts or death. One can sit back and read such things without risk. Be careful who you call your friends. I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. Al Capone. Robert Keith. All of my books are available in paperback, Kindle, and audio at www.fittenbooks.com. You can listen to all my audiobooks on audible.com. Just type in Robert T. Fitton. Thank you and good night.